0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, May 10th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Uber priced its IPO at $45 per share, raising $8.1 billion in the offering and valuing the company at $82.4 billion. While the price is at the lower end of its expected stock price range, Uber's market cap at its IPO only trailed that of Facebook and Alibaba at the times of their IPOs, both of which exceeded $100 billion. At its last private funding round, Uber was valued at $76 billion. Samsung announced a new image sensor, the ISOCELL Bright GW1, that has a 64-megapixel sensor with the same size pixels as its 48-megapixel sensor. That means it will be bigger and capture more light. It will generate a 16-megapixel image by merging 4 pixels, very similar to what the 48-megapixel sensor does to generate a 12-megapixel image. The Bright GW1 will also be able to descramble the color filter for a full uh, for a full res 64-megapixel shot if you have enough light. The part will go into mass production in the second half of the year, so it might show up in phones by late 2019. Nike is adding a feature to its app called Nike Fit that uses computer vision to scan your feet and some algorithms to recommend the right shoe size. In the listing for shoes in the app, you'll have the new option to measure. You stand next to a wall and point your phone's camera at your feet. Two circles appear to give you a level shot. Once it's all good to go, it scans your foot and recommends a size. You can save the scan to your profile to make future purchasing decisions. It's expected to arrive in the U.S. app in July and in Europe in August. Google rolled out its podcast-focused search results after announcing the feature at Google I.O. Searching for a podcast now shows you the three most recent episodes, which can be played through a web player at podcast.google.com. Users signed into their Google account can then sync playback through the Google Podcast app. French company PopShow built an app on Snapchat's SnapKit platform called YOLO that lets users solicit anonymous questions. You use YOLO to send an Ask Me Anything invitation to a selected contact or to public on Snapchat. Questions are sent through YOLO and your answers show up on Snapchat. One week later, the app is now the most downloaded iPhone app in the U.S. and the U.K. YOLO has a warning at the launch of the app that says it has no tolerance for objectionable content or abusive users and contains flagging and blocking features. Child safety advocates are criticizing the app. Security researchers at FITUS Information Security disclosed that a flaw in a popular Chinese-manufactured white-label location tracker can enable hackers to get real-time tracking location, listen in on an internal mic, or disable the device entirely. The device connects to 2G GPRS cell networks, and researchers found that simply sending certain command words to the unit via SMS was enough to trigger the exploits. Devices can be protected via a PIN, but it's not enabled at default. The rebranded tracker is currently sold by over a dozen companies with an estimated 10,000 units in the UK alone. The researchers recommend a complete device recall. Security researcher Bob Dianchenko discovered an unprotected and indexed MongoDB database with over 275 million records containing personally identifiable information on Indian citizens. This includes names, emails, gender, mobile phone number, income, date of birth, and employment history. The owner of the database is unknown, but based on the structure, the researchers suggest it was part of a massive scraping operation. The database remained open from April 23rd through May 8th, when a hacker group called Unistellar appears to have wiped out all content. Washington State Attorney General Bob Ferguson announced that as part of a legally binding agreement, Amazon will now require all third-party sellers of children's school supply products in the U.S., like backpacks, pencil pouches, lunchboxes, etc., to provide lab testing that their products are safe from toxic metals. The change comes after an investigation by the Washington State Department of Ecology that found 51 products on Amazon had illegal levels of lead and cadmium out of 84 tested. New sellers will be required to show lab certification prior to listing products, and Amazon must remove any items found to exceed Exceed legal levels within two days. In its Q2 earnings report, Sonos announced that the Sonos One and Beam devices are getting Google Assistant support in the US next week with other markets to follow. Google Assistant integration for Sonos One was originally announced way back in late 2017. In Q2, Sonos lost $0.22 per share on revenue of $210 million, beating analyst estimates of $206.3 million. Sonos' home theater division posted a revenue of $89 million, selling 57% more products on the year, while traditional speaker unit sales decreased 16%. Germany is testing a system that uses overhead electrified cabling to deliver 670 volts of DC power to a truck's conductor rods. The Siemens-developed e-highway is designed to work with a custom Scania hybrid truck developed by Volkswagen as long as it's going less than 56 miles per hour. The test is set to run until 2022, and if successful, could be expanded more broadly. And finally, Nintendo announced it will stream its next Nintendo Direct on June 11th at 12 Eastern at the open of E3. Nintendo says it will focus on its game lineup for 2019. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.